All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Sports Report, coming to you previously recorded from Dover Street, a.k.a. Emerson's house. Barred over. Barred over. <laughs> Only a few weeks left. Yep. I am Gage Samoji, and of course, he's Emerson Hip, and we are both slightly hungover. Yes. Although, I'm, I'm feeling good now. I'm now feeling that, good. Now that we got this cocktail flowing a little bit. Uh, yeah, this, we have another... We're rejuvenated. Another Vodka Collins. Yeah. Yeah. Back-to-back back weeks. I mean, these are good. They are. It just tastes like lemonade. Pretty much. So, sparkling lemonade, right? Sparkling lemonade, probably with a heavy dose of vodka, knowing the way you make drinks. That's why I love it, though. Heavy-handed hip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Heavy-handed hip. <laughs> I've, never <heard> you, <laughs> I've never heard you say that. It's, it's uh, just made it up. Just on, really? Just on the spot? Uh, on the spot, yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that. I've never been called that. <laughs> Okay. Maybe okay. my dad has. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you're, just, you're just getting us two today. We're right. not. Yeah, no Garrett today. Uh, no Garrett, no three-peat for Garrett this week. He might make a cameo if he comes out of the room. Which, it's possible. He could. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. But, you know, because we are near your kitchen, so he right. could come out here, get some food, get some drinks. Yeah. He'll probably say what's up yeah. if he does come out here. Do a little deuce. Just us two today. Yeah. How you doing, man? You good? Good. Good. Coming off a W from last night, so <laughs> can't be doing too bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm rocking my uh, Boston Celtics green I still. See, you I know. see that. I see that. Still the finals, so. Still the finals. That's why they play more than one game, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a sudden death, uh, that'd, be, that'd be rough. Yeah. Just one and done. That'd be Celtic, cut, Celtic, pretty cut Celtics be champions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes, we're drinking vodka Collins. We got some white claws in the in the bullpen for for later. <laughs> so forgive us today if we're not sounding as lively lively as we yeah. usually are because it's, it's been a long day. Even though I didn't do shit, came here at like noon, probably around about twelve thirty. Yeah, ate some pizza, left our pizza. Thank we, you. We napped hard too. Napped hard. <laughs> both napped, couched it. Both couched it big time. <laughs> we didn't nap together. It's not gonna twist it, but you know we napped on two separate couches. <laughs> You had the better side of the couch. Yeah. I had the the yeah, leather yeah. one that makes noise. Yeah, but it's I need that now. Yeah, it was it was much needed. Still feel a little tired. I could have potentially fucked myself over for sleeping tonight. You know, you take yeah, a nap. I do. I do always worry about that. Yeah, you know I mean, so I got, I could get up at like not early, like seven for work. I can give you an edible to take home if you want. No, no. Way. <laughs> no <laughs> and you're gonna say, hey, we got TV. It's finally on. <laughs> if uh, I took an edible right now. You're done. I'd be going to the queen. <laughs> I'd be freaking out. Seriously. <laughs> nice, nice. <clears throat> Good weekend? Yeah, so we... Uh, oh, I mean, I know. We, we, yeah. we were together yesterday. Right. Did you do anything Worked, uh, Saturday? Worked until Saturday. Saturday, and then yesterday we partied. Uh, thanks for everyone for, for coming to the yeah, watch party. Yeah, it was a good time. Game two watch party. Probably about 15 of us yeah. here. You told people to come here at three, right? Yeah. Because Dev and I didn't come to until And not five. anyone was here at three. What? <laughs> Nobody was no. here at three. <laughs> It was it was uh, me, uh, Garrett, and Alina, and then Ashley showed up at like twelve o'clock, <laughs> and then Danny got Danny was like the first non you know person that was already here, and he got here around four, so nice. Then everyone showed up right before we game. Yeah, when we showed up, you guys were already throwing the die up. Yep. And got a couple games in before tip off. Also saw Sean Gordon here at the house. Mm-hmm. We don't need to give a whole backstory, but it's good to see him again. Yes, I love Sean. Love Sean. It's great to see his it's face. Good. It's good to know that he's doing good. It's good to see everybody. You know, we don't. That'll probably be one of the last times we have everybody over here. It's very possible. Yeah. You know, I know you're planning on doing a game five thing next week. Hopefully. Which Hopefully I hope to. That. I hope to be able to make. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's been a good weekend. Nice. 
Um, Shelly, uh, what do we got going on today? Uh, we got some NHL playoffs. We're currently watching the Oilers versus the Avalanche. And, wow, they scored fast. And Edmonton is up 3-2. Third quarter just started about two minutes ago. And this is a uh, must win from here on out for any game for the Oilers. Yes. They're down yes, 3-0. Three nothing apps. And you know, this isn't like the NBA. They could still it's it's possible. Like it's, we've seen people go come back from three oh deficits in the NHL. Yeah, I'm trying to think how many times the team has actually won. But a series is never over until, you know mm-hmm. I, I Colorado's gonna finish this off. Maybe not tonight, but they're gonna finish it off. But I, I guess what I'm saying is it's just not like the death sentence like it is for right. the NBA, right. it seems like. Yeah. So Oilers got a chance, they're the best player in the league. You you never know. Yep. You never know. But we also have the NBA finals like we talked about. Now, a little bit of NASCAR. Yeah. You know, you got some, some nice news that people already know about, but yeah. we'll get to that. And a little bit of other stuff around the sports world because we are getting to that point in the year where we're not talking a lot about sports because there's not a lot yeah. of sports going on. I mean, once it gets down to baseball only for a little while, it's kind of dry. That might be when we start taking every other week. Right. <laughs> like we have done in the past. Yep. So, start us off with the NHL yeah. because so, you are our NHL <laughs> Analyst. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we have the Avalanche and Edm- or, uh, Oilers going on right now. Um, Avalanche looking for the sweep, like we said. Um, big news out of today's game is that Evander Kane was suspended for a hit uh, during game three um, on Nazem Kadri, and Kadri will be likely out for the rest of the playoffs because of an injury. Jeez. I saw. <laughs> I saw the uh, like a re- the replay of last the last game they played. And I just I saw it was like a, you know a video of him in the in the box. And this yeah. Mander Kane lives in the box. Yeah, he, he, does. Just does. he does. I mean, he would lead the league in, in penalty minutes every year when he was with the Sharks. So, and it's I think it's fair to say you know I don't really care as much, but you definitely are rooting for the Oilers probably to lose a little bit because of Mander Kane. Like you uh, don't you don't want him to flourish. Yeah, I mean, you, I, like you want like McDavid and maybe the Oilers as a team, but you don't want Evander right. Kane really. Yeah, like I, I root for McDavid just because he's kind of like, like we've talked about, he's like the Mike Trout of, mm. of hockey right now. But yeah, Vander Kane can go and scratch his ass. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that Colorado's going to put the nail in the coffin at some point. Maybe not tonight because they are down 3-2, but still plenty of game left. Oilers fans deserve a home win too, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, you got Gretzky in the building. You got to win one for the, right. for the, for the great one, right? It, it kind of doesn't feel like – I shouldn't say they don't deserve to be here, but they don't feel like a team that was put together well enough to make it this far in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But that's the beauty of the NHL. Yeah. Well, can watching this game, it seems like you know Colorado, they, they move the puck around really well. Yeah. I mean, both these teams are pretty awesome in their offensive zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's funny that we haven't seen some crazy outbursts like we did in game one mm-hmm. after that 8-6 Final. Yeah, it's crazy. Because I kind of expected a lot of that in the series. Yeah. <clears throat> and the winner of this series will play the winner of the Rangers... Rangers and Lightning. Rangers and Lightning, yeah. which the Lightning are only down 2-1 now. Yeah. They, they, look, they lost their first two. Yep. Which is surprising because it seems like the Lightning just win playoff series. Well, yeah, they, uh, and they've been beaten two games in a row for the first time in like a long, really long time. Mm-hmm. Like they had some crazy streak going. In the playoffs, it is. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking to even up the series... In New York, or no, sorry, at home tomorrow against the Rangers. Um, if you're Tampa, you got to be thinking, we got them right where we want them. Well, yeah. And <laughs> you know? they got to feel pretty fortunate that they were able to make that comeback in the last game after being down 2 nothing and uh, scoring that winning goal in the final minute. Um, but, yeah, you can't underestimate the Lightning. They're going to they're gonna come. I mean, I think a lot of people were picking Tampa Bay coming into the series. So. How can, I mean, 
So you based gotta, off what they've done the past couple of years, how can you not? Right, and you cannot sleep on this team at all if you're, new, or you're the Rangers. I'm glad Garrett's not here because why am I kind of pulling for the Lightning? The three P. He he definitely he has his interesting reasons. Oh, we got a goal from Edmonton. Uh, he has his interesting reasons to uh, root against teams for sure. Like he, he's just like he definitely has an interesting picking and choosing of right. what he likes and he doesn't like. Yeah. I mean, it, it is funny that he just, because they're a team in Florida, that he doesn't think that they should have a hockey team yeah. or, be, or be good at hockey. Yeah. Uh, coming from a guy who roots heavily for a team in San Jose. Right. <laughs> Last time I checked, there's no ice or snow in San Jose. Yeah, so. not very often anyways. <laughs> or maybe, maybe he gets all pissed off because the Buccaneers are good too, just like Tampa Central. Yeah. Ooh, wow, that went off the guy's face, man. <clears throat> but yeah, that's hockey. Yeah. On to the NBA Finals, the bulk of the show. So, game one. What, what did I say last week? I said Boston had to win game one. I thought, I thought it was a must win. If they did win that game, they were going to win the series. And yeah. I feel pretty good about that because, I mean, the Warriors had game one and then they didn't. But yeah, they should have. Because the Warriors, you know, you can always get, you know, the what-ifs, hypotheticals. But the Warriors, if you're a Warriors fan, you're thinking, damn, we could be up 2-0 and be two wins away. Right. Right? Right. But yeah, give it to Boston. It's, you know, they... They won the game one, 120 to 108. Steph Curry did shoot or score 21 points yeah, in the first quarter. First he was part of the game. in fuego. I think yeah. he had like six or seven six threes. threes yeah. <clears throat> and then, but Boston, surprisingly, because at that point, Golden State kind of seemed like they were taking control of the entire game. Right. And Boston, but they kept in it, yeah. Yeah, Boston, despite that, was leading at half. Yeah. So the Warriors outscored the Celtics 38-24 in the third quarter, led by 12 after three. Oh, wait. Yeah. 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 And then Boston... In the fourth quarter shot, probably their best fourth quarter. They the went absolutely ballistic. It was insane to watch. I mean, they were, and granted, they were getting some open looks, but they were hitting shots that you wouldn't really expect a team to hit. I mean, Al Horford was looking like Steph Curry out yeah. there. Yeah, and Devin White was making big shots. Jalen Brown was taking tough threes and nailing them. So they outscored the Warriors in that fourth quarter, forty to sixteen. That was, that was ridiculous. Forty points in a quarter, yeah. in, you know, in any yeah, in any basketball game is ridiculous. Yeah, and, every, and you know, a lot of the narrative after that game was like pointing the finger to the Warriors melting. But to me, it's more of a tip of the cap to Boston. They just literally made every shot. It mm-hmm. felt like, yeah. I mean, it was it, that that was that that to me was arguably the biggest win of the year for the Celtics. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. To this point, absolutely. I mean, and that was the Warriors' first loss in the postseason at Chase Center, and their first loss this year in the playoffs at home. Right. And but, you know, despite Jason Tatum not having a great game either. Yeah, yeah, Tatum was he was more of a facilitator yeah. than a scorer. I got some words about Jason Tatum here in a little bit. You know, I just I Are you saving him or you got him right now. Hmm? Are you saving him or you? Got I'll him right save now? him. I'll save him for a little bit later. Gotcha. Also, I want, I want to mention this because I think I saw this after game one. So ESPN has this BPI, the Basketball Power Index. Right. And for some, I don't, I don't know what they're basing this off of, but the Celtics, they gave the Celtics an 86% chance to win this series. Right, going, over, in, going into game going one. Into game one yeah, going over in. the Warriors, 14%. I, I don't, these people are smarter than me. They yeah. are doing this, but I don't understand what, what their logic is. I, I think there's sometimes it's. I think it's all statistical analysis that goes into it. There's no like bias or anything. What? what I mean, what's the? It's not 86 anymore. It can't be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the. What you know, the I just is. I haven't seen it. But. And I saw another one too. It was like I think CBS Sports posted it on their, on their account, but it wasn't like their algorithm. Mm-hmm. And someone was saying, yeah, the Celtics had an 80 percent chance over the Warriors 20. So I don't really. Yeah, I don't, I don't know really understand. Either. That seems crazy too for. Uh, especially a team 
that I, I believe the Warriors were favored in Vegas going into the series. I would I, I would think they'd be favored. Yeah, or at least very for close. any kind of right. algorithm. So that just seems odd that the numbers would be that skewed in favor of Boston. It's just strange. Yeah, not, yeah. I don't I don't think this is an ESPN bias at all. I think no, like, no, like no. you said, it's, no, I don't think there's any human element. That it's just pure it. numbers, right? But eighty six percent chance. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that means that they should be winning in five games. Exactly. Like I think. Like I think if the Warriors would have played the Heat. The Warriors probably should have had like an eighty-six percent chance. I would think the you Warriors would be I mean? heavy favorites against the exactly. Heat. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't get it. That really was shocking to me. And I think it's also. I, I hope no one showed that to Steph Curry because I, or the team. <laughs> right. if, I, if I'm Steve Curry, you know. Oh, what I'm, I'm saying? sure Draymond hey. saw that. Put that on the yeah. bulletin board. Oh, if I'm Steve Curry, I'm writing that number on the chalkboard <laughs> right. saying this is what they think of us. Yeah. Okay. And they That's, did lose game one, but still yeah. they bounced back in game two. Yeah. It was, you know, one hundred seven to eighty-eight was the score. Yeah. But it really wasn't that close. I didn't. Well, Which I, mean, I guess that is almost a 20-point win. Yeah, I think the Warriors only led by – or no, did they trail by two at half? It was, it was a close game I at half. they led by two. Yeah, led by two at half. Um, and then they, uh, they, they did the same thing they did in game one, except they actually really put the, you know, twisted the knife in the back. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they outscored Boston 35-14 in the, in the third. And they had a 23-point lead going to the fourth quarter yeah. this time, so a little more comfort yeah. there. Um, Curry led the way again with 29 points. He's look. He wants that Finals MVP he wants trophy. He, he wants, wants it. it. He's, he would be on pace if the Warriors would finish this off. Jordan Poole had a good game though. He finally, yeah, he didn't have a great game, but he finally. Well, I shouldn't say finally, but he he you know bounced back from a bad game. He had two really big shots that made it seem like it was right. it was a Jordan Poole game. But, right. it, but I look at the stats. I'm like, he only had 17. Yeah. Curry had 29. But Jordan Poole had that. That borderline half court shot to end, yeah. end the third quarter. Yeah, he had the crossover three at first with like a minute left in the mm-hmm. third, and then he got the ball back. Yeah. I think a possession or two later, and took that you know forty footer and, and it, drained it. it yeah, if, if you would have put number thirty on his back, I would have thought that was Steph Curry, <laughs> right. right? It was a very Steph Curry esque. You know, it was kind of like, it was kind of cool seeing. You know, he was you know he had the shot, and then he was kind of walking away. So he's feeling himself because how could you not? Right. And then right behind him was Steph Curry looking at him like. Who do you think you yeah, are? You know, right. like that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I do. It's yeah. kind of like a, a nice kind of big brother. Right, moment. right. That was cool. That was very cool. I yelled really loud when that happened. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> stop me if you've heard this before, but the Warriors had another huge third quarter, like you said. Yeah, crazy. What are the Boston coaches saying to this team? Just well, you, you got your best. The, the best quarter you got to play against this team is the third quarter. Right. It's, On the defensive side, you have to. And, I'm, I'm not going to get into it like I didn't probably last week or two weeks ago. But you have to do right. this. I, I got to think too, and, and to give the Warriors their due is that they, the coaching staff makes great adjustments, or maybe just the team does, and maybe the team benefits a lot from just getting that that breather too. Yeah. Um, well, and let me get something straight. I am the furthest thing for, from a professional athlete. Yeah. It's way easier for me to say stop them in the third quarter. Right. right. But you know, these it's just like it's like Groundhog Day. You can, what, what can <laughs> you do? What can you, yeah, it's inevitable. What can you do about it? Because they do this to a lot of teams. It's they not, do. It's not, no, this has just been this year. This has yeah. been happening since 2015, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the past, it was driven a lot by the fact that Steph Curry would play all 12 minutes of the third quarter and yeah. that he would just go off in third quarters yeah. constantly. But it's now become a team effort. I'll take one of those. Well, which one do you want? Surprise me. Tangy. We'll both drink tangy. How about that? All right. We'll get cute with it. Uh, game three will be on Wednesday because the NBA loves to take their time. Yeah. I, under, I, I talk shit about it, but I understand it. Especially, you know, in the championship, you want players to be rested right. as 
as much as they can be. I'm, so I'm totally with that. I get that. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't mind if they only took one day off when they weren't mm-hmm. traveling, but it is what it is. It's going to be loud in Boston. It, it sure will. It's going to be loud. They're, they're hungry. They are hungry. I think the Warriors are going to win Game Three in Boston. I was even saying yesterday. I thought the Warriors would win the next two be up two one. We'll see. I mean, I I don't think anything is. I don't. I don't, think, I don't think it's a given. I can see it. I mean, yeah. I can see it happening though. Yeah. I don't think anything can be certain. I think these games are so game to game. The, mm-hmm. the coaches, both these coaches, I think are really good, and they make great adjustments, mm-hmm. and they make it difficult on each other. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited to see the rest of the series. Obviously, it's, but I don't think Boston has lost back to back games in a while. Just you know, you know how I'm, right, I think you, you I know think, how I'm with my stats and my yeah. how things are how things have been in the past. I saw that they are undefeated in the playoffs so far, coming up a loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. But, you know, they did – they stole home court. They did what yeah. they had to do. I was really surprised, you know, because you know how I get. I was texting you. I'm like, oh, this game's over. 12 right. minutes left in the third quarter. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, it's over. <laughs> and then you texted me again. And I, I wasn't even, I, I didn't watch really – I called – I can't – it's hard for me to watch the games. You know uh-huh. how I get. Yeah, yeah. And you texted me towards the end. You're like – I think the Warriors still had like a 10 or 12-point lead when I texted you. And then, well, then you texted me later on when oh, – when the Warriors were losing. Yeah. And they're like – you're like, are you sure they're still going to win? I look at the score. I'm like, no fucking way. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so you know what's funny? So Garrett actually came into the Marriott for the game. And my parents were there for first half as well. Oh, nice. And because uh, it was my parents' anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. How long? Uh, 32 years, I believe. And that's uh, being together or marriage? Marriage. Wow. June 2nd, 1990. That's, I mean, man, that's... I mean, they've been married longer than we've both been alive. Yeah. You know, it's just... It's, it's good for them. It's great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they... Uh, yeah, they came in. Garrett came in. Garrett actually stayed for the whole game, and they kind of befriended this this couple uh, that was sitting right next to them at the bar, and they were big Celtics fans. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, were, were they annoying? No, no, they were uh, very cool. Right? The, yeah. And we were... You know, the, the guy was really... Chatting it up and, and being being a good guy. But Any anyways. Boston connections for them or no? They're actually I don't I don't, I want to say he somehow like had family that was maybe from there, but he wasn't from there. And we got a Colorado goal. Yep. Um, somehow maybe he had some family, but he was. They were both from Florida, oh, okay. um, but they were big Celtics fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we're you know friendly banter going throughout the whole game, of course. and then. I go on my lunch break right at the start of the third quarter, and that's, of course, when shit hit yeah. the fan for the Warriors. <laughs> start it just the, was start, way too start, ironic. Start the third or the fourth? Start of the, sorry, start of the fourth. Okay. Yeah. And that's, yeah, right when shit hit the fan. That's funny. Yeah. You know, Celtics are one of those teams that have fans everywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're pretty national. I mean, with the amount of championships they have, was it like 17 exactly. or something? Yeah. yeah. Or I think it's 16. Are they, are they going to try to tie the Lakers with this one? Yeah, because yeah. the Lakers have 17. Have 17 now, yeah. I believe. <clears throat> so, yeah. But, yeah, crazy crazy first game and, you know, a good bounce back for the Warriors. But I think the, the Warriors will win one of these games because what's... The, they fucking know, need to. <laughs> well, they have that stat of when, you know, I think under the Kerr era, they have always won a road game in a playoff series. Is that right? In every single series? Every single series. That's wild. Or no, maybe no, maybe not that. I think they have. A, I think they have like a long streak of like twelve straight or something like that of winning a road a road playoff game. Yeah. So it's kind of you know nothing's a given, but given the numbers and all that, it's right. kind of look like they're going to win one of these games in Boston. Right. Which yes, you're right. They, they need because if they get on three one, I think they could come back from a three one lead. They could, but, but it's, as a fan, it's not right. ideal. And it just like. They're they're not the same young spry team that they were six years ago, where you know you you feel like 
they would the energy factor wouldn't be mm-hmm. in the in play, but I think it would be with this group. And you know, two two coming back home, potentially go up three two. You know, you can't really ask for more than that. Right. I mean, you know, you can get greedy and want the rest. You know, go win the next three. Right. But this Boston team's good, and I love this Boston team because they're not they're not afraid of this Warriors team. Not at all. No, they're uh, they are they're young, but they're not afraid. Yeah, I, I think I think their youth showed in the last game, but they are. You're right, they are fearless for sure. I think they had, what 33 turnover or the Warriors had 33 points off turnovers. Yeah, I think they had Boston turnover 19 times. Tatum was like, even though he scored more, he wasn't playing very smart. Like mm-hmm. he, yeah, it just I like yeah, Jalen off. Jalen Brown, he's like him and Draymond going going at it. It's oh, yeah. just, He's not afraid. I mean, because you got to think, if you're playing, you're playing the Warriors, you know, this team has been dominating the NBA for the last eight years. Or, yeah. you know, been consistently. I mean, been they've consistent been in what they've six done. out of the last eight finals, yeah. yeah. And you got to, you know, you got to think a team that's never been there, they might get kind of like, you know, oh, I don't know, like, yeah. can we do this? Right. But they've been in the playoffs a lot to themselves. They've made it to the finals. Yeah, it's funny because these guys are so young, yet they, they actually do have a ton of playoff experience. They do. Yeah. No finals experience, but tons of playoff experience. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got some beef with uh, Jason Tatum. Let's hear it. I, I kind of think the man's soft. I don't care how much Kobe Bryant gear this guy wears. I think this man is soft. Yeah. I don't, you, can't, you, know, you can't rock Kobe Bryant gear and then think you're hard. Right. Or, you know, you, yeah, just doing that doesn't make you tough. He's a really good player. I just don't think he has that. I hate saying it, but he don't got that dog in him. <laughs> he don't have that, I don't think he has that dog in him. I kinda, I'm kind of with you. I think Jalen Brown has a lot more. Jalen Brown for sure has that yeah. dog in him, you know. It, I just don't. I mean, Jason Tatum, he could score. He could. He's a really, really good player. Right. But I just think he, you know, it's not. I don't think it's like he. Kind of feels like he doesn't need basketball. You know. Right. Right. I think he does love the game, but he doesn't have that. Like, well, I, I read something funny, and I could. It kind of backs up your your point. Is that it was Colin Coward and the Jason. Timph guy that he has on the volume that they talk basketball about. Okay. And he's in, um, Colin brought up this point. He's like, if Jason Tatum had Jalen Brown's confidence and, and, uh, I forget what the other cop would be or, and then if Jalen Brown had, mm-hmm. you know, the poise or whatever of Tatum, yeah. like they would be both superstars. Yes. But Tatum just doesn't quite like he'll, he'll miss some shots and, you know, pass the ball. Yeah. Off. I listened to Colin he was, they were listening to a clip of it was like a media day for the Celtics, and Jalen Brown was saying he never. It, it was just like he didn't really think he could ever be a like leader of a team, I, and I'm totally botching what he said, but it didn't wasn't like a confidence type thing. And Jason Tatum said that, or yes, Jason, okay. Jason Tatum said gotcha. that. And Colin was like, "Man, if I'm like, because he said, could you imagine if like Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen heard this? Right. Like this guy is this, this, this guy doesn't even believe in himself. Right. You know, so you, you got to go at him. I'm sure yeah. Draymond Green is thinking that same thing. I bet you Colin's even texting Draymond Green because you know they're all buddy buddy now in the volume. Right. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's just the kind of person he is. And I'm okay with not being you know a cocky person because I don't you know who likes cocky people. Yeah, I mean I I like I like humble humbleness, but uh... he's made it to, he's made it to this level into this uh, these games for a reason. Yeah. You know, the team's really good, but he's also he's a great, he's, the, the, he's the, he's best the leader of the team. He's the best player. Yeah. I think you could debate Marcus Smart could be the leader of the team. Kind of like how Draymond. Sure. Or, you know, but, I mean, Jason Tatum's the guy on that team. There's yeah. no doubt about that. I, I just want to – I need to see the Jason Tatum game, like the big Jason Tatum game in the series. Right. And I think, you know, it could happen. I think, they, I they think go, being they, at home now. They go back to Boston. A little more comfort. The next two games. You, I, I think I, there's – I think there – I'd be shocked if the Warriors won both. Let's, let's just put that up. I think they'll split. Yeah. I, I, would, I think the Warriors should be hoping for a split. Obviously, you want to be ready, like you said. But mm. 
Warriors need to get back home with no more than two losses. And Tatum, Jason Tatum, if you're listening, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I'm rooting for you heavily. Like, I'm not trying to talk shit. But it's like, I, I need you to score. I need you to have like that 45, 40-point game. Well, I think he, like, you know, like we saw in game one, he just needs to take what the defense gives him. He, you know, he, in game two, he just kind of took shots. And he made some threes that were tough, but it wasn't necessarily a great shot to take. Uh, so I think he needs to just play within the offense and, and you know, be a facilitator if that's exactly. what it has to be. Are you worried at all about your boy, Clay Thompson? You know, I, I, the reason I, I wanted to, to bring this up is because there was talk on a, a you know, we were watching TV today and it was a topic of conversation. And uh, I just, I never freak out with either Steph or Clay after just a couple of games of bad shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've seen them do that plenty of times in their career and then bounce back and, yeah. and be the great shooters that they are. So I'm not terribly concerned. Obviously, we'd love to get some more production out of Clay because we're going to need it if we're going to win the series. But uh, you know, you, but I wouldn't freak <clears throat> out over this two-game stretch. He has been bad, though. 10 out of 33 from the field, 4 that's, out of 15 on threes. It's not like and, and game two, he was terrible. I think he was 4 out of 19. And the biggest point that they that, you know was being brought up is that the Warriors clearly left Clay in in the fourth quarter, even though they were up by 25, mm-hmm. to Just, see if they could yeah. get some shots and get them in. Which rhythm. I don't think is a bad idea. Which I, I get it, but like that kind of tells you that they know something's a little off and they need to try and get him him going. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm not terribly concerned. I think uh, Clay is has always been pretty streaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he can be. Obviously, amazing at times. I'm just so. hey, just get to a game six. You know he's gonna show up. <laughs> if he did that again in a game six, like to, Dude, to close out, <laughs> that'd be unreal. That finals MVP type shit. They'd right have there. to they have to do like a tribute on 2K to his game six abilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just boost up everything on right. game six. Yeah, he's got like 110 three point rating. <laughs> Oh and, man, and, and you got to think with Clay Thompson. You know he's been so great for so long that these shooting struggles—they're not going to. He's got to have a good game of like at some point. Right? He's, he's due, right? As you know, as baseball players say, the band's due, right? I think the other thing that it, in this season more than any other, a lot of it could be attributed to him coming off an injury, but he's been in, extremely inconsistent this season. Mm-hmm. Like he's had stretches where he's been great, but then I mean, yeah. You know, he, he won't back it up necessarily. I mean, how long had he? How long had he not played basketball? Like nine hundred days. Yes, yeah, ridiculous amount of days. Yeah. So I don't. I don't blame him for. You know, I don't. You know, I understand him not being. You know, Clay Thompson of like right. 2016, 2017. Right. And and this team with the emergence of Poole and Wiggins in the playoffs has allowed him to not have to be the number yeah, two guy. Yeah, which is nice for you guys. Which is a total luxury. Because um, if you guys didn't have Poole or Wiggins, you might be in some serious trouble. Oh, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, like they wouldn't have beat anyone in, the, in these playoffs without them. And is it, is it possible that Clay Thompson is getting to that point in his career where it's like, is he, is he on the decline? Like, is it close to being over the career? It's hard to say. I, I would give him, because I think in the past... We've seen guys have a tough first year backup injury, and then mm-hmm. they get it. They really regain that rhythm. Oh, Ooh, tie game. Four, four. Avalanche ain't going away. Uh-uh. I, spoke, um, I spoke too soon. Yeah, uh, you, you know, you see them have a, 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 a real resurgence in that second year back. So, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't come to that conclusion yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he is thirty-two now, I believe. So yeah. All those guys are definitely on the backside of their careers. So. Yeah, you know, you know, what I would say to you is enjoy it while it lasts. Hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> even 
as much as I want to see the, this team win the championship, because whenever you're in it, you're, you want to win. You want to win. But everything from here on out, I think, with this group is gravy. <laughs> or you're playing with house money. It's 100%. You know, just, you know it's, everything from here on out would be just a whipped cream and cherry on top, yeah. because you know, we, we've seen so much amazing basketball over the last eight years. It's crazy to me to think if they were to win this championship, that would give them four. Yeah. And that, that would, like, equal the amount the Niners won in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder how, like, your dad would compare these, like, Warriors to the Niners in the 80s. Because I know yeah. it's a you know, completely different sport, but the dominance, I would say, is still, is, like, arguably the I, same. I love that, that comp. I, I think maybe as good as those Niners were, and obviously we weren't alive for, for that, but I feel like the peak of the Warriors with KD, like, the, that was the, a more dominant. Yeah. I mean, that a was. A more dominant team. Like, it was, it was, a, it was a guarantee. Yeah. But and in football and basketball are totally different sports. Absolutely. But you had I'm, I'm just talking about like the barrier dominance. Right. And also, you know, we had the we had the Giants, but that, that's that seems different. Yeah, totally. And they won three championships, and you know, I love that, you love that, most barrier fans love that. And, but yeah. it just it didn't feel like those those Giants didn't never felt like they dominated. Oh no, because like, I the mean, Warriors. Like you know, obviously like you said, we weren't alive for the Niners. Yeah. But I mean you could I know that they dominated, right. you know what I mean? The Giants weren't winning 100 games a year. So they weren't like favorites ever going into the playoffs. That's true. Yeah. I think that also changes things. Where the Warriors, Warriors were post generally the one seed, if not just the absolute favorites, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of think about that. You know, if you guys win four, and it's like, dude, these guys are, you know. And this also, I think I forgot to mention this a few weeks ago. Like, the Bay Area run from 2010, starting with the Giants, like, right. if you guys, Through. you know, of like, Winning championships or getting to the championship yeah. game or yeah. you know series, yeah, it's, mean, it's, it's incredible. All four teams at least made it to a, a you know a final, yeah, yeah, or a Super Bowl since 2010, yeah. And then you know you have, the, you know you got four championships for the Warriors if they win, and yeah. three for the Giants, yeah. You know Sharks couldn't do it. Sharks lost one, Niners, Niners lost two, yeah. But still, I mean, it's been incredible. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's probably how it feels to be a Boston sports fan back in like the early two thousands. Yeah, I mean, even even or, like just since two thousand, Boston has been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the Red Sox won in twenty eighteen, so it's not mm-hmm. like it's ever ended. Patriots yeah. won in what twenty seventeen or eighteen, also. Well, yeah, they went to like they went to three straight, I yeah. think, or they went to four and five years or something that's like that. So it's. That's kind of what I compare it to. Yeah. And then the Celtics, even if they weren't going to the finals, they were probably in the conference finals yeah. most of those years. Well, yeah, they won the finals in 2008. 2020, yeah, 2008. And they went in 2010. Yeah, but I'm mean, even just thinking about like the last six or eight years. Yeah. We've seen these teams go to the conference finals. So, <clears throat> it's nice to, be, uh, nice to be you. Yeah. Uh, so, did you answer this, I can't remember, your confidence level in the Celtics right now? Well, you know, coming off a loss, it's tough. You know, I ne- I'm never confident off a loss. Yeah. I do think it's a good – I'm not going to say – uh, I, don't like, I don't like the term moral victory because I don't think that's anything. I think it's a loss that they needed. Sure, yeah, a little bit of what you, you know, call. Com- Coming off that first game, I thought – I didn't think they were cocky, but I thought, like, analysts – we're, oh, all, we're, yeah. we're already throwing the Warriors under the bus. I, I've tried as much as I can over the last few days, and, and it, part of it's because the Warriors lost, but just avoiding, you know, sports talk, mm-hmm. just because it's, yeah, the, the ebbs and flows of a series are just exactly. crazy, and they're getting over, you know. Over like, how, how do I feel right now? I don't. I, mean, I don't feel great, but I do think, like I said, it's a it's a loss that the Celtics needed to have, and they gotta feel you know they gotta feel great. We we won the first game. Yeah. We're going home now. Split. Yeah, we did. We did what we had to do. We probably overachieved in these first two games. Yeah, give give them that first that first win. 
I, I think also too because I I remember when you were talking about oh you, you know you have to beat the Warriors in Game One because you can't win a series if you don't. Mm-hmm. And I I tried to give you a contrary like okay what if they lost mm-hmm. Game One and won Game Two? Wow, Colorado <laughs> five four <laughs> Avalanche. They're relentless. <laughs> So what, yeah, what if they you know last no, game one one game two like would you feel any better? But this is one of those scenarios where I feel like if you're a Celtics fan, you actually probably don't feel any different because they the way they won game one, and you know sure they got their shit spanked, but you could say the Warriors are playing a little desperate. Yeah, and and because that was we were talking about it yesterday. That was essentially a must win for the Warriors. Yeah, so you because you already put them in that position. Yeah. So because because if, if you're down 0-2... You know you have to win game three. Right. As a war being the Warriors. Right. We know that. The confidence the confidence level is okay. I think it's fine. I, I feel like if if you were a confident Celtics fan going into the series, you're probably about the same. And if you were only so so and Celtics coming in, you're probably about the same. And if you're if you're a Celtics if, fan, you're also thinking Tatum really hasn't gone off yet. No, like, he hasn't he hasn't shot the ball very no. well at all. I think you know, I think the Celtics they need to Turn over. They can't turn the ball over like that. Oh well, yeah, that, they got to clean that up for sure. And I think, and I think they, I think they will. And I think the the big thing from game one to game two is like game one, like those role players just went off. I mean, Derek White and Al Horford and, and Smart. Mm-hmm. Then they, none of those guys did anything in game two. No, they didn't. Yeah. So you know, game game three Wednesday. It's gonna be, be good. It's gonna be, it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be massive. This series has been. I just love the intensity of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think both these teams are. Uh, Eager, for sure. You still feeling good about that Warriors Game 7 buzzer beater win? <laughs> bold prediction. we got to get there first. <laughs> that, that, that is like a very bold, specific... It's, it's, yeah, it's super specific. I mean, there's, there's like pretty much no way it could happen because there's, you know, the odds of it are just so low. Because yeah. first got to get to the Game 7, and then you got to get to the opportunity to hit a game-winning shot. Mm. Dude, if you... <laughs> like, if, if the Warriors did that... That, that that next episode for me is gonna be oh. <laughs> like you know because you you call at the beginning of the year right. they're gonna win and yeah. if and if they if like Steph if Steph Curry hits the buzzer beater game seven at home he could shit the bet these next four games and then do that in game seven and I might I win MVP yeah, I might have Danny come in for me that episode I might, I, might, I might not even show a face if that's the case I swear I swear to you because uh, I would be dreading that all oh, week man. I'd be like dude I can't I can't come in I can't do it I can't do it. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. And that's... Actually, no. I had some NBA news, did I? Oh, yeah. I wanted to mention, so... Uh, Mike Breen has not been mm. talking... Or not been uh, doing his announcing as he Mr. does for the NBA because he has COVID. Mm-hmm. I think in the first game, uh, the Van, one of the Van Gundy brothers... Which one is it? Uh, Jeff? Uh, Jeff, yeah. Jeff Van Gundy also was in there because he had COVID. So for the first time in NBA Finals history... There was an all-black TV announcing crew. Oh, nice! It was Mark Jones, who is the main commentator. Do you know he's the, the announcer for the Kings now? I think I do remember hearing about that, but I yeah. forgotten. So it was Mark Jones, Mark Jackson, former Warriors coach, yeah. and then Lisa Salters, who oh yeah, who was on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, really cool. You know, I love you know breaking barriers. I think it's cool. Yeah, you know, I wanted to mention that. <clears throat> Mark Jones is pretty good. He, he's not Mike Green, but he's pretty good. He's got a good voice. Yeah, he's got a good announcing voice. He's, he's got some funny, you know, little line yeah. lines that he throws in. There. I mean, Mike Green at this point, he's like a social media icon. Oh, like, he's the you man. Know, like, I, I feel like I always see jokes about him going bang yeah. <laughs> on Twitter or memes about it. Right. 
And it's funny because a lot of people, and I think rightfully so, they're not huge fans of, oh. of Van Gundy. Oh, wow, tie game. Tie game. Not huge fans of Van Gundy and Mark Jackson because they're, I mean, Van Gundy just says a lot of stupid shit throughout this. I, they're, they're a really good trio. Yeah. They're a really good trio. But I think Mike Breen really leads the charge. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Mark Jackson's kind of dry. I do love how Mike Breen still does Knicks games. Yeah. Like he's I honestly like, didn't even realize that until like this year. It's just that's that's cool. I, yeah. I think it's cool that he does that. I mean, you know, try to get get it, get everything he can. But. Right. Well, like Dan Schulman, who used to do Sunday Night Baseball, uh, would also, I believe, do the uh, the Blue Jays. Hmm. I, I have to imagine that Mike Breen, even without the next job, could live a comfortable life. Being, oh, just on ABC, absolutely. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah but he's, I mean, doing he's like working overtime. Right. He would probably just take on more assignments for ESPN, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, you know it's a big game when he's, when he's announcing. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. He's kind of... I won't go this far. I, mean, I won't go crazy, crazy. But he kind of reminds me of like the NBA version of Al Michaels a little bit. Yeah. Or at, yeah. Least, at least like for me. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, he's, he's definitely in that, that you know, echelon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, Al Michaels is the best. Al Michaels is great. He's the best. I mean, he he did the miracle game. Like he did. Do you yeah. believe in miracles? Yes. Yeah. That's Al Michaels. It's like one of the best calls ever. Yeah. Even like Bob Costas, I don't love anymore just because he's he's kind of lost his energy. But Bob Costas is a legend too. Classic voice. Yeah. You got everyone talks shit about Joe Buck, and I'm not even saying I like him because he's a Cowboys fan apparently. Yeah. But he's good at what he does. Yeah. And I think now that he's doing ESPN, I think he's gonna open up a little bit more, I feel like, because he's doing, like, some of those side shows now. Yeah, so he's doing, like, a golf one. The golf thing, yeah. So I think that might kind of loosen him up a little bit. Yeah. Because he's always just... I feel like on Fox, he's just kind of a little bit of a tightwad, you know? Well, that's probably how it... But, like, you... Like, if you see stuff of him, like, off-air, he was, like, totally chill. But he'd just be... Or maybe maybe he'll be the same way on ESPN. Maybe that's just how serious he takes his job. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And that... Is the NBA. <laughs> Officially. Talking about Joe Buck to finish out the NBA section. <laughs> it's what we do best. Yeah. NASCAR time. Started off. Joey Logano. Oh, Joey. Winner this week. Who has Joey Logano? Alex. Oh, she needed something. Yeah, she needed something. She needed something. He's really actually having a really nice season for her. Right. Uh, poor thing. Just uh, She's got Brad Keselowski on her team, and he sucks. <laughs> I'm really glad I ditched his ass. <laughs> right. uh, so, yes, Joey Logano won the very first ever Cup Series race at WWT Raceway in Madison, Illinois, yesterday in overtime, holding off Kyle Busch and Ryan and Blaney. Do we know what WWT stands for? Worldwide Technology. Thank you. Well, at Gateway Motorsports Park. Um, and so, Mass, so this raceway is just – so NASCAR has never driven there before. They've never done a Cup Series race. I think they did like uh, – I think – they did truck series racing there before. Oh, okay. IndyCar, I think, has raced here in the past. So, yeah. But NASCAR, first cup series race. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting looking track. It's like like one, it's just like a paperclip look, but one turn is a lot longer than the other turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah. Uh, half standings now. First update in a little while. Yeah. Garrett at 31. You with 25. Second place. <laughs> Uh, Ashley's got 24, Danny also with 24, myself with 22, Dylan 19, and Alex 16 points. You know, Garrett, Garrett's not as far in front as he was. No, he's, uh, his boys have kind of let him down the last few weeks. 
I think he's got negative one points over the last three races. And we're and we're all close. This is these standings yeah. seem a lot better or closer than they were last year. Yeah, like I'm in fifth place. I'm only nine points behind Garrett. Yeah. So I can't. Yeah, I'm. I'm in, yeah, you're in fifth. I'm in second. I'm only got three. I got three on you. So right. it's right. We you know it could all. I could be in fifth next week. I mean, really, it's just about who. And no one has done this yet. I mean, there's a few guys with two wins this season, but um, no one has really dominated kind of like the way Larson did last year. Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, figuring out this new car. We're 15 races in, and we've got 11 different winners. That would have been a good bull prediction. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be hitting <laughs> from last year. <laughs> what was it last year? I said, oh, you said no race. No one would win more than five, and Larson won 10. He won 10 races? <laughs> he won 10. Was like, including, I think he had two or three wins in the playoffs. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and next week, or this week. This coming Sunday. You and... The, the crew, twelve others, <laughs> nine of us total, nine. I believe. Going to you're going to Sonoma again. Hell yeah, I'm I'm really excited. You're not going to be there because it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Mind again. You, dude, Dev and I are both. You know, we're not, I mean, we're not bummed. We're going to Tahoe. Yeah, you guys are going to have a good time up yeah, there. Yeah, I'm going to Tahoe with Dev and her family. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, um, but NASCAR's fun too. Yeah, it's going to be a nice hot day. Nice and hot. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to roast. You guys are going to roast. Going to have like 17 Miller Lights and a pint. <laughs> Please, <laughs> please wear sunscreen and wear a hat. Yeah, definitely going to be rocking my Kevin Harvick gear. Okay, might have to cop some some Bowman gear while I'm there. We'll see. Do they sell gear there? Mm-hmm. They have like those those trucks that you would see at like a concert. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be a good time, man. I mean NASCAR. We should try. Yeah, we should do this yearly. Yeah, tradition for sure. Tradition. Because yeah. next year maybe we'll try to get there. Yeah, just tell Devin not to plan another. Uh... <laughs> I know she didn't plan yeah. this, but I'll tell I'll tell Devin's mom. Yeah, don't, don't do plan it. a uh, don't, plan, don't plan a Tahoe trip. <laughs> yeah. Same weekend as NASCAR. Capiche? Yeah. June the week of like June twelfth is off limits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hot here. It's gonna be hot there. It's gonna be lit. Tahoe's gonna be like eighty five. Exactly yeah. what you want, Tahoe. Oh, that'll be nice. That'll be real nice. Um, let's put some bets down real quick. I'm not going to be there, so I'm not going to be the drunkest person there for once. Damn. Who, who, who do you got your money on being the drunkest person? Well, it, it depends on who drives, I guess, but I'm going to... you got to think Brady will drive. I don't know. He drove last year, and I don't think he liked driving, so he might, he might bow out this you year. You think you're going to drive? Um, I hope not, but if I have to, uh, I will bite the bullet because I can have fun without drinking. Yeah, and you could still, still have a few. I can have a, a couple of millers. Yeah, it's only exactly. 4%. I think as long as like I think as long as once you get in, you don't drink it before. Right? Yeah, I just gotta taper it out. Are you guys going all out? Oh, we're yeah, we're doing. We're not doing breakfast this year. We're gonna do uh, just straight to glizzies. <laughs> uh, but who do you got as the drunkest? I'm gonna go. If I'm gonna go, Garrett. Yeah. I think that's kind of an easy one, but I'm Garrett's gonna go Garrett. Up, yeah. I, I'm trying to think who else could maybe get a little toasted. Uh, well, I mean, darts. Darts. I was, be a gonna, say, I was gonna say Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Darts could be a candidate for sure. Yeah. I mean, last year we lost him for a little bit. We did, yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Um, I think T Mark could be up I was, there. I was kind of thinking T Mark. Um, he's definitely not going to be driving because he's got a bum leg. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be. So who's all going to be there? Uh, so we have uh, Dylan and Katie, Garrett, of course, myself, Taylor and Elise, uh, Danny and Lily, and uh, Brady. Ooh, Danny's Danny's not gonna get that hammered if Lily's there. I yeah, I was kind of. I, I think that I think too. he'll stay kind of tame. I was thinking that too. I, I think Garrett's a strong candidate. I think yeah, Garrett's gonna be the winner, winner of chicken dinner. I wonder if he's hearing this right now. <laughs> His room. I hope he comes out and like fuck you guys. 
But yes, it's going to be a great time. You guys are going to leave at what, like 8 in the morning? Yeah, we're going to try and get there early again. I think we're going to have to leave earlier than we did last because time. Because you got to put into account more people are going to be there. Right, because last year they helped, kept it at 30% occupancy. Mm-hmm. This year I think they, they let the whole thing loose. So Yeah, you, should, you guys should probably leave like 7. I don't know, is that crazy? Uh, I was thinking like leave by 8 instead of like get everyone here at 8 and leave oh, like okay. 8.45. Like, yeah, leave here at 8. Yeah. That's probably a good call. Yeah. Because you don't want to get in that shitty traffic going to the race. No, park. yeah, it's not fun. I mean, it's only like, without traffic, it's like a 25, 30 minute drive maybe. But you guys have a pop- turned it into an hour. You guys have a pop up. We had one last year. Yeah, right? I think Garrett might still have that one. I, I can't remember. You guys bring the beer die table? No, nah, we're gonna skip beer die because I mean, what do we play? Like two, maybe three games. Yeah. And it, it's kind of hard too because there's no like shade, so you're just looking straight into the, to the sky. Yeah, that's a good point. The bright sky. So we'll probably just find some other games to play. We're talking about playing bags or something. Yeah. Cornhole. Cornhole. Yeah. Or no, uh, ladder golf. Hmm. I don't have it here, but that would be I haven't played ladder golf in so long. Well, it's going to be... Uh, I'm going to be back on Johnson Street <laughs> yeah, soon, so, so we'll definitely be breaking that out. Ladder golf will be on the agenda, for yeah. sure. Okay. Just, just make sure James isn't over here, because James is surprisingly good at ladder golf. Fuck that guy. I said that out loud? <laughs> um, other sports news. Aaron Donald restructured his contract with the Rams. Big raise. <laughs> Got a $40 million raise on his current contract. Apparently, the, the Rams just print money. Yeah. Um, he will make $65 million over two years. No, I wouldn't mind that. Yep. Pretty nice. He is now the highest paid non-quarterback, I think, yep. ever. I believe you're right, yeah. I mean, all the contracts are, are breaking records these mm-hmm. days, but yeah. And he's he's deserving of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was the, the talk of him like contemplating retirement, which I think everyone knew wasn't really legit. He, he just, just was leveraging his contracts yeah. situation. And yeah, he definitely deserves it. He's... he's he proved his uh, impact on the game in last year's playoffs big time. I mean, he, he wrecked the Niners in that championship game and was a force in the Super Bowl as well. So, I mean, I, don't, I must not watch enough Rams games or really notice it, but, I mean, people always say that Aaron Donald's up there with, like, Reggie White, Lawrence He's Taylor. And I just, awesome. I, I guess, I mean, I guess he gets doubled all the time. He right. still makes it work. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he, he is... Kind of, I would say he's probably better than, I mean, like, J.J. Watt was considered, like, that guy for a while. He's mm-hmm. probably better than J.J. Watt, yeah. as good as J.J. Watt was. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I, I, I guess I guess I don't really, when I watch football, I don't really look at. It's deep, hard to deep, analyze defensive that. Line yeah, it's hard to analyze that um, unless you're just seeing results of, like, sacks, you know, exactly. or tackles for loss. Yeah. But, yeah, he's pretty badass. Um, yeah, he's good. Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder is stepping down. Interesting. A little bit of a surprise. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just been a lot of weirdness going around in Utah um, over the last couple of years. Of course, they've had plenty of playoff appearances, but Nothing. not a lot of success no. at all. Donovan Mitchell is apparently not happy about this. A little yeah. unsettled. Yeah. Um, and this, this is another thing that, that has been floated is that the Jazz need to blow it up. And I just I don't really feel like that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if you get a guy... And John, Donovan Mitchell... Jonathan. Donovan Mitchell <laughs> is... Not a superstar, but he is a very good player. He's going to be 26 next year, which is oh, not old. 26? Yeah. That's crazy. Which is not old. No. Um, I, I just couldn't imagine trading this guy unless he just you know, did the player. Anthony Davis and was like, I'm not going to play for you again. I mean, um, you'd, rather ha- you'd rather have him than uh, Rudy Gobert. Yes. I think Rudy Gobert is a big-time trade candidate. Um, I think they should definitely explore that. And we've obviously heard the rumors that 
you know, Donovan Mitchell isn't a huge fan of the guy. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think for the Jazz, you got to think, man, it's, it just it feels like it's stale at this point. A little bit. Switch something up. A little bit. But that's that's another thing is like to the you know talking about the Celtics, like they went to a, and a their lot. guys are a little no. bit younger. No, it took you. You're right. It took them, but it took, took them a while. while. They've been to plenty of you know, play, you know plenty of playoff series and whatnot and. Uh, but the Jazz, I don't even think, have reached the they, conference finals. They have not. You're right. Which so. I think the Celtics have reached, what, four out of the last six or right. four out of the last five. But but maybe you just trade Rudy Gobert and you just continue to try and build around Donovan Mitchell over the next three, four years and yeah. see what happens. Because, yeah. I mean, the consensus, I feel like, is you don't really reach your prime until you're 27 and then mm-hmm. it lasts for five years, give or take. Yeah. So I think, I think trading Mitchell would be stupid. I, I I don't disagree with like making some moves like maybe maybe Mike Conley wasn't perfect and mm-hmm. you move on from Rudy Gobert but you got to keep Donovan Mitchell you have to keep Donovan Mitchell yeah. oh boy what time is it it is time for last, last call. call you got anything mm. so uh, the Avalanche and Edmonton game is going to overtime five five we got another dose of uh, last week's game. With yeah. high scoring. Yeah. Um, also, we are watching a little bit of college base, NCAA uh, baseball tournament right now. Waiting for the Stanford game to come on, which is after this one. I believe they are already down one nothing. Which is, which is a game that we... We thought about going to. <laughs> we floated the idea. <laughs> it's a good way to put it. We, it was definitely floated. <laughs> it's one of those things when you're, you know, you're drinking you know, 10.30, 10.45 right. at night, and you're like... We should go to the Stanford game yeah. tomorrow. If I didn't wake up feeling like a pile of absolute duke, <laughs> yeah. I, it would have been more more doable. But <laughs> We were even like, yeah, I will do the podcast from the game. <laughs> that would have been fun. That would have been cool. That would have been really fun. Ooh. That would have been cool. It would have been weird. Yeah. But we could have figured Oh, they're going to tie it. Oh, no, no. No, they're going to add on. Right, yeah, add on. Sorry. Uh, but yes, it would have been, been interesting. Would have been cool. And that, but, stadium, that stadium was nice. Yeah, we went, right? But we didn't see Stanford play, though. Or did we? No, we saw... Oh, did we go? Uh, you mean Nick and Zoe? Yeah, was that Stanford. Oh, they played Fullerton. Yeah, they played Fullerton, and that fucking it's tank of a tank. dude hit a walk off. I forget what his name was, but it was something funny. I could probably find out if you want to talk while I do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I got a couple things for last call. Um, so John Madden. Mm-hmm. Remember we were talking about he should be on the cover of Madden twenty three. Right. He's going. Oh to, yeah. That's he's right. going to be. That's pretty awesome. So good job by EA Sports. I think this was. They would have flailed if they didn't do this. Right. You got to pay homage to the man that the game is named after. Mm-hmm. So good on EA's part. Also, you know, it's been a while. LeBron James, I'm mentioning him. He oh, be- boy. He became a billionaire. Oh, he did. That's right. That's pretty I cool. think he's the first active NBA billionaire. Because I think Michael, for Michael Jordan happened post-career. Right. And I don't know if Kobe was technically a billionaire or if his net worth is a billion. But LeBron James is the first active player. I mean, that's, that's nuts. That's pretty awesome. Really, hey, the kid from Akron, you know? Kid Just from the Akron. Kid from Akron. Do you, do you have anything you want to talk about? Watched a little, uh, we watched together some uh, girls softball. Yes, we like women's sports. <laughs> we like women's sports around here. Oklahoma. Got, got to hand it to uh, Jocelyn Allo that... That slugger for Oklahoma. Dude. She absolutely rakes. She just hit, keeps she, extending her, her she, record number. She hit months. a home run today. That oh, my just God. left the planet. Yeah. That was wild. And they won that game at, what, like 15 nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They run-ruled them, <laughs> which is embarrassing. Jace Chamberlain found him. 
Jace Chamberlain, yeah. number 50. And yeah. look, that one home run right there is the one home run he hit that season. <laughs> First career during a walk-off against, like, the you know top-seeded Stanford or whoever they were. Maybe, like, and, top three. and Fullerton won that game. Fullerton won that game. I think it was either 2-1 or 1-0, something like that. Jace Chamberlain. Or was his name Jumbo Chamberlain or Jump, something? Or, yeah, they might have called him Jumbo. Yeah. yeah. Number 50. Yeah, number 5-0. When, when you're that big, number 50 is okay. You're right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I also had some sad news that happened over the week. Marion Barber, former Cowboys running back, passed away at age 38. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that is a bummer. I, I looked it up before we start, before this podcast, and I couldn't find – I don't think it's come out what happened to him. Right. Um, usually when someone dies that early in their life, it doesn't really bode well for what happened to him, you know? Right. But um, spent six seasons with the Cowboys. He's eighth on the Cowboys' all-time rushing list. And he was kind of—he was one of those running backs that was there when I really started getting into football. Right. You know, it's kind of like him, Julius Jones, Felix Jones, around that kind of same area. And it's kind of sad. And yeah. I have a—I I think I have Madden '09. I think it's the one with Drew Brees on the cover. Oh yeah. And uh, Marion Barber is in that game. So whenever I played, he'd yeah, he'd be, like like, be like Felix Jones was the main running back, and then Marion Barber was like the backup. Right. But it's sad, you know. It's. Yeah, it's always tough when you hate to see it when you lose a life that early. Yeah, so, prayers go out to his family. Um, I think the Cowboys came out and said something about it. Uh, Tony Romo came out and said something about it too, which I thought was nice. They played together, right? But yeah, you know, that's that's life. That's how it is, right? That's life. All right, my friend. Game three, Wednesday. Wednesday. Happy birthday to my mom on that day. Okay, happy birthday, Morgan. June 8th. Avid she, listener. She turning uh, 39? Uh, yeah, not quite 40 yet. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. Yep. Good for her. She's Love 27 that. once again. 27 <laughs> once again. Devin, Devin's mom's birthday was last, or a few days ago, or whatever, last week. Happy and, birthday, Kendall. And I don't, uh, I forget how old she actually turned, but she was like, yeah, she's like, I'm turning 39 for the second time. That's <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That's good. All right. <sighs> Thank you guys for watching, listening. Appreciate it, as always. And we will see you next week. Peace.